This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know what? Let's ask someone else and find out what he thinks and bring in PJ Glasser, co-host of Sunday's Bets, every Sunday on the BetQL Network. PJ, talk me off the ledge or just give me a dose of reality here. Objective when it comes to Texas. Just what is your general thought on, do they have a chance to actually make a serious run here? I didn't love their draw, Jenks, if I'm being honest with yeah. you. I think that A&M game in the round of 32 is going to be really tricky. Not mm-hmm. only because A&M is really good, but just because that rivalry is renewed. As you very well know, A&M and Texas do not like each other. Yeah. So I think that part of it, having Houston as the one seed in your region, I don't think was a good draw either. So credit to Texas. They've had an unbelievable finish towards the end of the season. I just worry these teams that peak towards the end of the season that were good all year, but then are like exceptional at the end. They win a conference tournament, much like Marquette in the Big East or Duke in the ACC, and everybody starts to kind of gravitate to them. It kind of makes me hesitate a little bit. And I thought the points you were making about Chris Beard were were pretty valid that Rodney Terry's done a fantastic job. I think he's earned himself a shot at least being Texas's head coach or at the very least another power five job for next year. But I just worry that there may be too much hype guarding around Texas right now as they head into the tournament. Yeah. That's the worry I have about Duke as well, because I know it's really easy to think, oh, well, they're trending well at the right time because we see that in sports all the time as well. So that's a tough thing to go against. But also, at some point, these teams will probably regress back to the mean that we've seen all season long. All right, let's talk about some of the games that you have circled uh, and ones you want to bet on. Let's start in the Big 12, where we have Baylor going head-to-head against UCSB, uh, UCSB, Santa Barbara, uh, and Santa Barbara getting 11.5 points here. What's the angle? Chelsea, this might be my favorite bet of round one. It really might be. I love Santa Barbara plus 11 and a half. I actually think there's a real shot they could win this thing outright. Baylor's one of those teams that you look to fade in the tournament. They're all offense, no defense. Number two rated offense, according to Ken Palm, but their defense is rated 104. And UCSB, the thing that worries me about them is that the best team they've played all season is UC Irvine. But they're an extremely efficient offensive team. Their top six scores all shoot over 46% from the field. They average uh, 72 points a game. They play at a slow pace. I just think it's a terrible matchup for Baylor. If your defense is awful, the last thing you want to see is an extremely efficient offensive team that plays at a slower pace, gets you out of rhythm. So I like you at UCSB quite a bit here, plus 11 and a half. On my bracket, I have them advancing and upsetting Baylor. So I would take I would take a shot at the money line as well. We're talking with PJ Glasser, co-host of Sunday's Bets every Sunday on the BetQL Network. Follow him on Twitter at PJ Glasser9. Okay, PJ, let's look at a total here, and you've got Iowa and Auburn on your radar. What are you thinking? Okay, guys, so bear with me here on this Iowa-Auburn game. They're playing at Legacy Arena in Birmingham, okay? We saw one regular season game at this venue earlier in the season when Gonzaga played Alabama. The score was 100 to 90 now those are two really good offensive teams but my big takeaway was how shooter friendly the hoops were at that arena you guys know when you turn on a basketball game right and there are just certain like hoops rims nets that are like 
it just feels like an over. I told myself when the tournament came there, if there was an offensive juggernaut type team that played in that arena, I would hammer the over. And who better than Iowa that we're getting? A team that's great offensively, doesn't play a lick of defense. Auburn, by the way, is playing in Birmingham. They'll have a big contingency there. Chelsea just saw them in person. She knows that if a team's scoring a lot of points, Auburn can score with them. So I love the over in this matchup. I think all of these games at Legacy Arena, you should look at the over. Gonzaga, I think when they played Bama in that second half, missed like six shots. It it was unbelievable, just the friendly roles and everything. So I love the over in that game. I would take it in Iowa-Auburn. I bet we'll see a ton of Auburn fans. Birmingham is not far away from where Auburn is. And uh, like you said, I saw them here in Nashville, and there were a ton of Auburn fans here. So it's a fan base that travels quite nicely. Next up on the card, it looks like you like a play in Utah State and Missouri. I'm not going to lie. I don't know a ton about Utah State, but inform us. Yeah, I, uh, I like Utah State quite a bit. The main thing to know is that their head coach is Ryan Odom who was the coach of UMBC when they upset Virginia. So he clearly has some good history in the tournament with some teams. Um, They're they're just a well-balanced team. I was watching that Mountain West tournament. They gave San Diego State a really tough game in the final. But I just think that in these matchups, when you get mid-majors against power six teams, people are going to kind of gravitate towards Missouri, especially when they're an underdog in a game like this. And look, Missouri was impressive all season. Dennis Gates has done a fantastic job. They're a great offensive team. I just think Utah State's a bad matchup for them. Another game where I love the over, though, because Missouri's going to get their points, but I think Utah State's going to get theirs as well. They're, They're a pretty efficient team, too, so... I would look at this over Utah State, Missouri, and I would take Utah State. There's a reason they're favored in this game. I know everybody hates the Mountain West. Bunch of people have saying fade the Mountain West, fade the Mountain mm-hmm. West. And uh, there are certain games where I don't like them, but this is a game where I love them. I would take Utah State to win this one. So, PJ, let me ask you about that. When you talk about certain conferences time of year, you do hear that. Always fade the Mountain West, or this is, yep. a, this is a conference you want to trust. It's off the radar. Do you buy into that, or personally, is there a conference you like or don't like this time of year? Yeah, 100%. I think that's valid. I mean, the Big Ten, right, the last couple years have gotten like 15 teams in the tournament, it feels like, and none of them do anything. Uh, And this might be another one of those years. I really don't like any of those teams outside of Michigan State, and really it's just because of their draw that I like Michigan State, but – I think at this point we can all agree that Purdue is a fade team. Indiana's draw was brutal. That game against Kent State is just a tough first-round game. And then all their other teams, it feels like, are either eight or nine seeds. Maryland, Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern's a 10 seed, so it's or a seven seed. So it's tough, guys. You know, I think you absolutely have to look at conferences. We saw the ACC have three teams in the Elite Eight last year. Pac-12 did that the year before. A lot of times, you know, these conferences will get teams in bunches that get to like the Elite Eight round. Um, And I expect to see that again this year. I think a bunch of people think it'll be the Big 12 just because of how great that conference has been all year. Um, And it very well could be. But I I do think that there's going to be a conference that by the end of this, as we start to get to the final stages, that has like three teams in the Elite Eight, two or three teams. Okay, so I have to ask you about this before your next play because I do think it's a bit of a hot take. 
you were just telling us that maybe it's the Big Ten that's worth fading. But yet, you, my friend, have Michigan State going to the Final Four. Explain yourself. I do. Yeah, I put myself in a pickle there, didn't I? Uh, it's just because of Tom. <laughs> it's just because of Tom Izzo, Chelsea. I just I trust Izzo, and I know he hasn't been great recently in, in the tournament. Uh, you know, Michigan State's had some early exits. They haven't been back to the Final Four since they lost to Chris Beard's Texas Tech team. I, as I was telling you guys, though, it's almost like process of elimination with Michigan State. Purdue's the one seed in that region. I'm not picking Purdue. Marquette's the two seed in that region, and I think Michigan State would be a great matchup for them because Marquette played two Big Ten teams this season, Wisconsin and Purdue, lost to both of them. So I think Michigan State could pick them off there. Kansas State is a three seed. Unbelievable year that Jerome Tang and company have had. I don't think they're going to win that or they're going to win that region. Kentucky is the six could be pretty popular. I think Providence is an awful matchup for them. Vandy has beaten Kentucky twice in the last couple weeks. Providence reminds me so much of Vanderbilt with their guards, how they can shoot. I love Providence in that game, so I don't like Kentucky. Tennessee without Ziegler, take them off. Duke, Chelsea, to your point earlier in this segment, when I turned on ESPN after the selection show, all five of those analysts had Duke in their final four. And I'm like, thank you very oh, much. God. That's all I need to know. So no Duke. <laughs> and then FA Memphis is the is the game that I am back and forth on. Either of those teams could make the final four. Going to be an awesome game. I would lean Memphis more so. I think if Memphis gets past FAU, which I'm not sure if they will, they, they could go to the Final Four. So it's between Memphis and Michigan State for me, but I think FAU is going to beat Memphis. So I, I had to go with Michigan State, and that's it was just process of elimination, even though I, I do not like the Big Ten. He is PJ Glasser, co-host of Sunday's Bets each and every Sunday on the BetQL Network. Find him on Twitter at PJ Glasser. PJ, we always love having you on the show. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Chelsea, we have talked about my Longhorns, blah, blah, blah. We have not talked about NC State. What are you guys going to do in the tournament? <laughs> oh, we have Creighton the first round? Are you kidding me? I don't I think this is a good matchup for NC State at all. Like, come on. And this spread has gotten even bigger because I'm pretty sure people are seeing the shooting splits for Creighton. I don't know. NC State comes into the tournament losing, what, three of their last four? I'm not at an all-time high when it comes to confidence in my wolf pack. I do think it's going to be one and done, and the misery continues for me. Ugh. As soon as I asked that question, I was like, oh, I've made a terrible mistake here. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that you got equal time because I was talking about Texas, but I'm like, who knows? Maybe Chelsea believes that the Wolfpack will make a run here. I guess that's the benefit, though, right? When you set the bar low, you can't help but be excited if something happens. But that's how I always am about NC State. I think people are like, oh, my God, she's probably an NC State homer. No, it's the exact no. opposite. Like, NC State has to go far and beyond for me to have any source of confidence in them to win a game. So, no, I don't have faith in NC State. Please prove me wrong, though. I'd love to see it, Wolfpack. Well, you know what I'm going to do? Just because I'm just going to throw in these bets on this tournament bracket and you never know what's going to happen. I'm just going to put – I'm going to advance NC State. I'll put NC State in the round of 32. How about that? <laughs> Do you want like a pat on the back for me? Like, have fun having your bracket busted. Welcome to the well, club, buddy. 
Matt says he has NC State in the Sweet 16. Matt follows college basketball pretty closely. Just throwing it out there. How high can my voice get? For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.